0: Hey everybody, and welcome to another little segment slice of Agony Ash. We're here with the beautiful Matt, whose face I'm looking at on the, the blue wall, and Jordan. <laughs> welcome back, Jordan. Thank you. You're becoming that a regular on this. You'll, that's, want, you'll, want a,
1: you'll want a credit soon. That was a really nice introduction. Very much I, appreciated.
0: <laughs> just, just Jordan. <laughs> and is Jordan. Yeah. Um, Jordan's been on a few times we've done these and you've really enjoyed them and we love having you on obviously so great to have you back. So we, I posted out on Instagram about things that are causing you some beef as we enter month 14 of 2020 and we've had a few responses back so we're going to pick some of them and just talk through them. One of the first ones we'll talk about is work related. So one of the struggles people are having is what I'm going to put down to the, the response I got is bawling my eyes out to my boss on Zoom and getting no no support or sympathy. Um, so I'm going to look at like, spin that around a bit and be, I guess it's lack of personal interaction with people. Like we're sitting here on a Zoom call and Matt and I, we usually record every week face to face because it, it is that deeper level of interaction. It's a hard one as well, in my opinion, because there's nothing we can do until these things are lifted. Like you it's it's just hard and I think maybe what this person can do is have a conversation with their boss and I'd say explain how they felt after that just say to your boss hey look I'm struggling and I'd say I'm struggling with Zoom and this the environment it creates of just not being able to read body language and not being able to communicate with a body and it's just all screen and very flat and it's very emotionless. I think workplaces these days are very much switched on to mental health issues and if you know if you get no response from your boss definitely take it to hr straight to hr well yeah if you if you don't get a response to your boss where else would you go Well,
2: i don't know if it's a hr issue because your boss doesn't have like the capabilities to look after your mental health well-being stuff kind of
0: i think it, i think so
2: i don't know i think you do need to explain to your boss like you're having a hard time and you like as a manager they should be able to or you want them to be able to deal with like your emotional responses and stuff but I also think you kind of need to look at other forms of support before you go to a manager in some respects um, as well because I don't know if you have other places like friends or family or someone close by that you can go for a walk with outside but not necessarily look to just your manager for support even if it is about work or isn't about work just because um, if you're bawling your eyes out on Zoom in these very difficult and stressful times it means in my opinion it's it's more than just like maybe the stresses of work but everything as a whole
1: i think as well when you're you at the moment especially you don't know what other people are going through they could have contacted their boss at a complete right wrong time when they're having a complete meltdown and they could be having things going on in the background that the employee has nothing no no clue about whatsoever and it could have been completely dismissed just so they can keep their own front to keep themselves sane and not had that breakdown in front of their employee as well. So I think definitely have a conversation with your boss, uh, but maybe go on the respect that I just want to check in to make sure that you're okay, and then say like, okay, I tried to talk to you, but I did. I wasn't too sure if anything wrong. Normally you're quite supportive, but it kind of like felt like I got a little bit shrugged
0: off. I guess it's hard as well. Like, is it did you did this person break down because of something work related, or is it just like the stress of external things? Because one part of your your comment there, Matt, was you know find another outlet. It's like, well, if I go off off and you know chat to my friends and it's you know vent to them about what's happening at work, it's not going to fix the problem. If it's a work problem, it's and if it will probably reoccur or might reoccur if you go back on. But if it's something, if it's just the overwhelmingness of everything, and you cried to your boss, I guess it does change it up a bit. I was thinking it was like a work issue, and that's why I was like go straight to HR. But if it's an overwhelming.
2: Whether it's a work issue or not, it's like the level of emotion. Like you're not gonna, it's gonna be difficult say for a manager or a person to be able to uh, get into the actual meaning of what the problem is when there's like these heightened emotions. And so as a person, if I was having a problem of articulating myself in a place of work and getting my feelings across about something about work, but breaking down, it means that I need to get those feelings out And not have like a fix necessarily so i would go to jordan for example and just be like listen i need you to listen to what i'm saying um but not necessarily give me advice then i'll talk about it vent it out maybe even have a cry go for a walk and i say thank i feel so much better now i've I've got that off my chest and i'll feel better prepared to go to work and speak to my boss without the fear that it'll become some so overwhelming that i'll just break down in tears
0: have you ever cried at work to your boss
2: uh i have yeah i have yeah I have, and I've had, as a manager, my goodness, I mean, I used to make two or three people cry a day, um, (laughs) to be fair, and it wasn't me, though, all the time, it was always something else, and it was normally because I would come to them, so they would be underperform.
1: It wasn't you, I mean, I used to make people cry all the time, but it wasn't my fault. (laughs)
2: I say I used to make them cry, but they'd be underperforming at work. And so, you know, I would go directly to them and say, okay, we need to have a conversation about what's going on. Why are you late every single day? Why are you calling in sick? Or why are you not able to produce what you need to? And then it will come down eventually to, oh... Um, I've just turned 30 and I've got two kids and I don't know where I'm going in my life. Oh, I've got a master's degree from this university and I've been working in this place on minimum wage for the past four years and I'm lost. And I'm like, okay, well, at least I know like the root cause of the issue. It's not the work itself. It's how, value, how much value you put in it, for example. But that would have to come through tears. Once I let them, allow them that space to be emotional um, and release that element of it, then we're able to come up with some pragmatic results, whether it's maybe you can find what you need to hear. Maybe you need to find somewhere that does support you, like fulfills you as a person.
0: I think the important thing is to talk to somebody, whether it be your manager first or your friends first. It's definitely have conversations. Don't, I guess, sit in isolation. But good luck, Matt. You had you had a, another work related one. Do you want to bring that in now?
2: Yeah. How do I slide into a co-worker's DMs who sits on the LGBT committee with me?
0: I'm just gonna say, don't do it. <laughs> it's not about how. It's like just don't. Really? Why? Why not do that? Okay. Because I mean, I guess it, it comes down to what sort of place they work at. But I just I would I would never actively look for any sort of anything bef- a, a beyond friendship with anywhere at work because that place pays my bills, and if you know, if a relationship gets messy, gets tense for other coworkers, your cousin, you know, it's it's just not worth it. My job's more important to me than.
1: It sounds like, though, they don't work within the same roles. They work within different roles within the company because the only reason that they're talking to one another is because they're both on the LGBT committee at work.
2: And I think that's important to recognise. There's a difference that they're just a direct co-worker.
1: And a high percentage of relationships actually developed from work.
2: Within heterosexuals.
1: <laughs> but yeah, but then I was just think overall. So if you're... If you've... If you've seen someone that you like enough that you like them that much that you want to slide into someone's DMs at work because you've got an attraction there for them,
0: why not? Because we work together. <laughs> that's, the, that's the rule. Um, there's shitloads of people out there.
2: I do think you have to be conscious of that. Like, but if you're like, oh, someone's fit and you want to do it, I think you should do it. But you won't do it if, as if you don't know them. You have to play like the long game. So just slide in. So, you, know, you do have to just be like, okay, let's see what their vibe is because your co-worker so you can have a conversation and it'll be the worst but just don't go like in straight you know actually message it, it might take a couple of weeks kind of where you need to build on this relationship and see where it goes i just don't think you can go straight in i think you can slide in but you need some tact is um is what i would say because if it if you just go straight in and it's a no then you might feel awkward and it's a place of work and eventually you might be in the same office or have to work alongside each other and that's like you know that can be a little bit embarrassing i guess for them or for you i said slide in but then slide into like three or four other colleagues with the same question. Just so that they know that like oh you're just messaging people to get to know them in the committee. And just to do a few women's, a few men's, a few in betweens, and then just be like, okay, and then just whittle it down to oh, we've been chatting this whole time. I messaged everyone, but we've been chatting this entire time. And then see what happens.
1: <laughs> I did it with a lad from work last last oh. year. <laughs> of course you did. No, I did. He lives in Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> You he did what well, Oh you said Yeah no I did He pied me in the end But at least I gave it a go <laughs> <laughs> How, what, what did you say How did you do it Oh I hunted it down On um Social media Hunted Yeah We still talk now to be fair Like I've literally just Come off call from him just now Because he wants some help with stuff But um He still loves to have a little flair
2: You're not that awkward of a person like, You wouldn't be that embarrassed I don't think To be fair But I can imagine You can imagine why it would be A little bit of an uncomfortable situation Maybe at the start
1: He was uncomfortable he was really apologising, telling me that he's um, that he's that he's just he's just met someone because we were talking for a few months and he's like I've met I've met someone and I kind of I want to give it a go with him and I was like I mean to be fair I've met you once and you live in Northern Ireland so it's okay don't worry he's like but are you sure and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I'm sure. Don't worry about it, mate.
0: (laughs) Chill out. Well, I think Matt's tactic is a good one there. So good luck with that. If there's a wedding, make sure we get an honest pot invite. Another one we had in here was they haven't gone clothes shopping in a while and their body has changed. I think it's uh, an issue. uh, (laughs) Definitely me, Jordan, not you, Jordan. Um, You're looking obviously very athletic after your swim yesterday but um, myself for sure, Matt, do you say your body's changed since lockdown?
2: Uh, a little bit, I just my belly mostly, um, but mm. but I, I wouldn't say like, my clothes still fit.
0: I'm still large, but I think the large, the bits that fill out the large are has gone from my shoulders down to my stomach now, so it's the lumps of, the swelling has moved down. I feel like all three of us have got enough
1: clothes to cater for this anyway, because we go up and down like yo-yos. <laughs> we always have skinny seasons bigger seasons yeah yeah, i never throw my clothes away because i think uh i'm gonna get bigger again in a few months yeah
2: (laughs) i do throw my clothes away but like i think you need to when we're getting into this now so people are going to be good it's going to be wild right and it's seeing everyone in person like, properly, after this winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is going to be mad. Everyone's going to be all shapes and sizes. But just buy, like, a few things, a few essentials that are bigger, but don't buy everything. Don't get rid of all your clothes because you want to hope, mm-hmm. hopefully, that you'll get back to the size that you wear if you want to. If you're happy yeah. about, um, being bigger and beautiful, if that's what it is, then do that. But if you think, oh, you know what, I want to get back to what, you know, I want to trim down a bit, just buy a few essentials, just that mm-hmm. pair of jeans, a jumper and a T-shirt. Don't go crazy. And then just see if you can get back to that, to the size that you'd like to be.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's important that pretty much 99% of the world is going to be in the exact same boat. Um, so yeah, I'd like Matt, just buy some cheap essentials and, and use your clothes that you want to get back into as motivation to get back into them.
1: And don't forget summer's coming up. Think about how great your arse is going to look in those shorts because those shorts are going to be a bit tight. Your arse is going to look fantastic in it. If i don't them. mind wearing shorts you yeah, will do if they put on
2: weight that's mm. true <laughs> it's funny i've seen people though that put on weight and it's like back and then it still goes inverted into their bum and i'm like how have you <laughs> what <laughs> what physics what physics is this <laughs> <laughs> all right um i'm gonna read i'll read the one out and then we'll say we'll we'll do it or not. but i just I, i'm obsessed I don't, last time so this one is like the same as last time i did was am i the arsehole right so it's am i the arsehole for asking my roommate to be more polite towards my guests so i live um and she's 20 and female live with erica 27 female she's usually nice and cleans up after herself and all that stuff but we had an issue recently last week a guy josh 21 male i'm seeing came over sometime in the evening when he arrived she was in the kitchen cooking some kind of curry josh and i went up to my room almost right away and once we got up there he sort of awkwardly said that he absolutely hates the smell of curry can't really be around it because it makes him want to bath and he had to leave the last time before that when josh slept over apparently erica was blowing her nose an ungodly number of times in the morning he could hear it because her room shares a wall with the bathroom and it grossed him out a ton apparently he's also heard her fart super loud when we He went to the bathroom late at night once too (laughs) basically he thinks she's super gross and as a result can barely stand to be at our house we've actually had discussions about getting serious but he said the erica thing is holding him back from it since he didn't feel like he could date me if he didn't think i had the kind of friends he'd want to be with um or set up with his friends this morning josh came over and erica was hard boiling eggs and again the kitchen smelled like farts and he had to leave I confronted Erica about trying to be a little less loud, cook less smelly food all the time because I feel it's like really rude towards Stross that she's literally making him so uncomfortable that he needs to drive back to the house 25 minutes away and waste all that gas. To my surprise, Erica, who is normally calm and polite, I've never seen a mad before, even when I accidentally ruined some of her expensive kitchen stuff, she didn't even ask me to pay for it because accidents happen, got really angry and said that she wasn't going to adjust her whole life for random people that I'm sleeping with. I was really hurt by the random people comment because it's not like I'm sleeping with different strangers all the time and told all the things Josh had said about her just being generally disgusting, like with the nose blowing sounds and the farting. And she said her bodily functions were going to happen like it or not. I was still hurt and told her it was no wonder she was still single at her age, that she couldn't show basic respect to other people. And she also said the thing Josh said about not wanting to be serious with me because he thinks I surround myself with bad or impolite people. Erica then said, the reason he isn't committing to you has nothing to do with me is because you're gullible enough to believe him when he feeds you crap like that. Once again, I'm not changing my life or magically stopping my bodily functions because of someone who has not said more than two words to me at a time. I basically just walked away crying at how much it escalated and now I'm posting here.
0: I'm Team Erica. Well done, Erica. Absolutely.
1: Team Erica.
2: Isn't it wild that she let this man, that she's not even in a relationship, come in and tell her that she can't cook curry? In her own house.
0: Curry and eggs, like they're pretty standard foods like <laughs> She needs to dump Josh. Kick Josh to the curb because he sounds high meeting nince. I just wouldn't I wouldn't have even had the conversation. I'd
1: be like, okay, this is obviously not gonna work then. The
2: fact that the girl was like, Oh, Erica's normally so nice, clearly she is. She's just like don't be so disrespectful like in yeah. the situation. I would be livid if you said, Excuse me, what? This she Your also... side piece. I have,
1: soft, I have soft boiled eggs every morning with my salmon. <laughs> I'm always cooking eggs. And can you imagine dating someone that you could then go to like a curry house with?
2: I don't like, mind that because you can, well, when you're dating you date you, John, you can't go to like, um, John doesn't like Far East Asian food. So Chinese, Japanese, nothing like that. Not
1: I do, just food not food every, no, I do, just not every day.
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's tough. John's like, I just want some proper English food. Food, exactly.
1: <laughs> Ham, egg, and chips. I
0: know, I know. Um... <laughs> what a classic, what a classic.
2: Yeah. You can see the age difference in twenty and twenty-seven, though, in it. I think. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. This guy, and this guy lives with his mum apparently as well. So she said they can only go to hers because he lives with his mum.
0: Josh, the mummy's boy, can have his non-smelly foods at his mum's house. If I was like, if I was
1: Erica i will be offended that my friend actually come up to me and asked me to change my way of living just to suit his relationship. Cook dinner at
2: appropriate times. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm cooking dinner at dinner time, bitch. I don't know when your Josh is coming. We don't have conversations. So what, now he walks in, I must stop. What I'm doing, throw it away or get rid of the smell. The farting thing gets me, because I fight.
1: What do you think about, what do you think about, um, do you guys shit in front of your other halves?
2: No, no, see, we had this conversation. No way. No, me and you did, because you thought it was ridiculous. Jordan will do this, right? And we're not other of a house, by the way. So I'm just going to put this out there. And I'll be in the shower and Jordan will come and start doing a shit while I'm in the shower.
1: No, Jordan. No, it's no, not no. okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with
0: it. <laughs> I, in my room, there is an ensuite, but you can pretty much hear pretty, everything. But I will go in and I'll play music. But apparently you can still hear me poop.
2: I don't mind the noise. Like Humans are humans. Like, you have to. My other half
0: will go downstairs. He'll go down to the stairs, downstairs bathroom if he has to go to the toilet. It's
2: a new thing, though. It's different. to. I think there's like a time limit on these things, don't it? Like, if you're together for like a year... Yeah, well, that's what
0: I've said. I've said just fucking shit. I don't care.
2: I would do it straight away. I fart in front of people. Off it goes, sneaking.
0: Yeah. Well, he started farting in front of me this weekend.
2: I try and do it as early as possible because I fart so often that I can't play this game and trying to hide. Like, it's just not going to happen. I'm just going to do it early. Like, second time I'll stay over, maybe. Second or third time, I'll just start pee and, uh, like start farting but pooing in front of your partner in any situation is not okay No. Uh-huh. Oh, see i think it's
1: fine i think maybe it's because i think where i've got so many siblings when we grew up in the house there's like five of us in one bathroom i mean ne- for some reason we never had a shower and we younger we had a bath and you can guarantee that every time you run a bath someone would come in when you're in a bath and take a shit i think it's just normal life
0: <laughs> no 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 no, no. Uh, guys i think that's all we've got time for today jordan thank you very much for Taking a break from work a little bit later and joining us. On the, um, the only one I'm working in among uh, three of us is Jordan. He takes a break to join us at recording time. That's very kind of you, Jordan. Thank you, Matt. Lovely to see you again.
2: Lovely to see you actually,
0: and I'll see you on Thursday for our next episode. I'll see you on Thursday. Ta-ra, loves Bye. Bye. Bye.